Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. Hey, Jace, did I see you drive by my house in a new car? You sure did there, Goober. I waved to you in your front lawn. Nice. I didn't know you were getting a new one. Where did you go, Jason? I went to Sears Imported Autos, and I really wasn't planning on getting a new car. But I went online. I saw a car. I went in there, and Sue, I love Sue, her service was amazing, and it really was one of those examples of customer service makes a difference. And it's not a surprise to me they've been in business for over 55 years serving not one not two not three four lex and dawn four generations of happy customers and now i'm one of them they were named best of the best for mercedes for 2018 and 2019 i mean it is really where as they say quality meets affordability the selection of their certified pre-owned vehicles will help you find like a dream car at the price you want so if you're gonna get a car don or lex sears imported autos where are they again lex sears imported autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in minnetonka more information at searsimports.com and when you walk into sears imported autos make sure you say you heard about them from jace we are kicking off a brand new week good morning everybody jason and alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 everything entertainment everything shantae you stay well, some of you. <laughs> They're all staying right now. They're all staying right now. <laughs> uh, There's going to be a mass uh, go exodus. away. <laughs> yeah, exodus. From what? Our show? From from RuPaul's Drag Race. I haven't seen oh. it anyone after three episodes. <laughs> I, um, I hope so. Like I said, I hope the whole first for first group goes home. But that's just me. That's, the whole, <laughs> Maybe everybody. two will be eliminated from the first group. Four or five. Next, this Friday. Sashay all away. Sashay no. all away. Sashay away. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 706, thank you so much uh, for being here. We uh, we greatly appreciate it. Speaking, uh, and it's Monday. Now, speaking, we have some uh, an item to take care of, and then we'll get back to uh, all of the uh, television that we've watched, uh, including I watched that Night Stalker docuseries on Netflix. We watched uh, Tiger Woods, the HBO documentary, WandaVision. Everybody was talking about that over the weekend. Betty White, uh, Jill Zarin. Uh, so that's all coming up in this hour. 
But first, um, Don and Kenny, I have some business with you. We're going to act like Alexis isn't here because it's about Alexis. Oh. Um, I got some intel over the weekend, uh, you two, that Alexis is trying to skirt around a rule that we implemented on Fridays. And that's when the rule is when she says that annoying Friday, um, we punish her with uh, with this. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. What fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. What fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. Because she hates that song, and we hate when she says Friday. Well, uh, Don and Kenny, I don't know if you've seen this, um, but I was given some secret information, and I won't say who, Phil Jones, but he sent me um, a picture that Alexis posted on her social medias. I tweeted you guys. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so she's gotten around it because she fo- she found a song, a sign with her new annoying phrase, and that is finally. Finally. Oh, finally, it has happened to me. Been to me, Alexis will hear this song forever. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. What fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. What fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say she said it after you signed out and it was just her and I. Oh, did she do that on Friday? Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, that happened, too? She goes, have a good Friday. And I went, oh, noni, noni. And then you guys were both gone. And she, she did? She got away. Yeah, I thought for sure that's what you were going to say. And I thought, oh, oh she's no. going to have to pay for that. I am pulling up our <laughs> show. Thank you, Dawn. I'm out of time. Oops. Oh, my. At the very end of Friday. You know. Okay. <laughs> Kenny, you didn't, did you hear that, Kenny? No, I, you know, as soon as know, you did I'm the rap, I, yeah, I yeah, uh, he clicked leaves. off. You guys both leave. It's Alexis and I <laughs> yeah. for at least yeah. five seconds. Yeah. I was out of the room before any of this even happened. <laughs> and I, I was thought, in such a hurry. she is so naughty. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, but what if I said, finally? I'm fine with that, actually. That's kind of cute. Finally. Dawn, how dare you break ranks? How know. dare you break ranks? <laughs> it's way better What's, than Friday. Dawn. <laughs> What? It's, it is it's better only than... Monday. You know, it's only Monday. We could, Jason and I, could make uh, both of your lives a living hell oh. for the rest of the week. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, there's all kinds yeah. of ways that you can pretend yeah. not to be connected. Or <laughs> I don't want to give you any ideas, but nothing makes me more frustrated. No ideas. No ideas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Um, let me. I'm getting oh. to it. Uh-oh. Uh. I. Uh, Oh, here we go. Here we go, Kenny. You go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Have a great Friday. Ooh, oh. That was for you guys. No. Okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> no, no. What are you no, talking no. about? Okay, where's Jingle? I said jingle... no. I said where's Jingle Bells longer. Longer. No. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jing, jangle. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jing, jangle. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jing, Anyway, 
I'm telling you, Lex, uh, I don't know about this frinally. I, but like Dawn, but like Dawn, the minute I hear finally, I do want to start singing finally from CC Peniston from It has happened to me right in front. Uh, <laughs> that's all I want to do. Uh, I know, that's all I want to do is I, I hear the beat like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. right. This is on the Priscilla Queen of the Desert soundtrack, oh, which good, still good soundtrack. Oh, isn't it, Don? Love it is it. one mm-hmm. one of the best soundtracks. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. So I guess, Kenny, the lesson we've learned is we're gonna unfortunately have to stick around to the entire show. We're gonna have to stick around <laughs> to the very, very end of the show to see if Alexis slips in the frayer. Oh, uh, I'm yeah. gonna go further. You you have to cut out because you've got a second job to go to. Yeah. But I'm gonna sit here for the first ten minutes of the Donna and Steve show just <laughs> to make sure, just, just in case Lex pops sure. in. Frayer, yeah, yeah. frayer. And, well, and you know what? She can't because she comes in. That's the same channel, Steve. Comes in on, so yeah. she oh. disconnects so yeah. quickly. Well, speaking that- of Steve, if Steve says it, Lex, you are going to suffer. So <laughs> not only can you not say it, Steve is a not, not allowed. It's not it. allowed on Access One. <laughs> oh. <the channel. laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> it is seven twelve. When we come back, it was one of the more uh, most trending topics over the weekend. Disney Plus's new One Division. Here's the question. What the hell did we watch? Uh, we'll, t- we'll talk about that when we come back. Warning, here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Dawn, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important. And if you don't like yours for whatever reason, it can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consults at Hughes dash dental.com and don't forget dr amy can be your regular dentist too she's my regular dentist again that's hughes dash dental.com and now on jason and alexis in the morning a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s spend christmas in taboo it's a sensuous place and whether you touch or smooth it on taboo will last and last But be careful. People often get lost in taboo. Then there's no turning back. Get this beautiful cuff bracelet for only $5 with any Dana purchase of $4.50 or more. 
This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Get lost in taboo. They really were confident about that message. (laughs) Yeah, and that name. Yeah, they were like, this is the best thing we've ever done. You will absolutely have sex if you spray on taboo. Taboo. Taboo with a U. That's right. That's from... (laughs) Seriously. No, it's T-A-B-U. T-A-B-U. Yep. Oh. Taboo. It it just seems like an awful choice of a name to me. Like, why not name it Felony? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just <laughs> gruesome. Yeah. Uh, he wants something exotic. Mm-hmm. Taboo. That's from 1976. Jason and Alexis in the morning. One of the biggest uh, trending stories over the weekend, positive and negative, mainly positive, was One Division, the first Marvel Cinematic Universe TV show to debut on Disney Plus streaming. Um, uh, I will set the table here, or let me rephrase that. I will try to, and then, uh, <laughs> and I think that's actually part of the fun of it. Yeah. Um, I don't quite know what I watched, and I mean that. I'm not even, I, I'm not joking. Um, so, Wanda and Vision from the Avengers movies. Um, uh, Elizabeth Olsen and, uh, what's his name? Um, British, oh, gosh, oh, he was... Paul Bettany, thank you, Don. Um, the show opens, and it is like the Donna Reed show. It looks like a sitcom specifically from the 50s era. So we're talking Donna Reed, Father Knows Best. Yeah. It has a laugh track. It oh, is it like does. I. Oh, yeah. They did it in front is, of a live audience. It is uh, it is shot in black and white, like I said. The sets look like they ripped it right from Paramount from Leave It to Beaver, mm-hmm. and they so are clean. they the are floor clean. Yeah, they are characters. Vision and Wanda. They are a uh, husband and wife, allegedly, in this wacky fifty sitcom universe, and it is a twenty eight minute episode of a 50s sitcom and then episode two which they dropped two at once episode two um without explanation um is from the 60s uh wanda's hair changes and her outfit changes to reflect sitcoms from the 60s specifically bewitched and i dream of genie era Mm. odd Without explanation, um, they even have fake commer- They have a fake commercial in it. Um, but then, in the middle of the episodes, all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Weird things happen, and that's all that I think we should say. But um, anyway, Lex, the yes. floor is yours. What were you thinking? I loved this show because you're absolutely right. We don't know where it's going. The first two episodes, it's just kind of establishing the relationships, the you know their neighbors, their jobs, different relationships that I think will help set up for what's about to come. Because you see the preview, and I'm thinking, is this the same show? Yeah, those characters look familiar, but there's not a lot of action that you maybe would expect from a superhero show, show, movie, TV. Um, and I really like how they're just exploring something different. It feels like we're watching something fresh, something that we haven't seen. And I love seeing all the different fashion and the different eras and decades of, you know, how they're handling that. And then you're right in that, that second half of the second episode, weird things start happening and it feels like a slow ramp to get to, uh, some real crazy things that are bound to happen because even the characters that we know or we think we know <laughs> uh, they'll they come out in different ways and that's just from the previews so i can't wait i i'm loving it dawn i have not watched it it seemed oh, like you a have lot. It? oh i'm no. sorry oh dawn I, I misread the sheet my apologies no 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 i i um the reason why i haven't is because it seems like a lot and i don't know enough about you know it's just like i feel like i'd have to work really hard in digging into where they left off you know i, I have a very short memory and i don't Me if too. i you know a year goes by and i haven't seen what happened at the I don't remember what happened at the end of Avengers Endgame or Infinity War. I don't know. And so those characters, to me, you know, I know that she is Scarlet Witch from the comics. And, you know, it's just these are 1960s characters, you know, Mm -hmm. from a long time ago. And I just like I it's hard for me to grasp. I feel like I have to go back and know the entire history of Scarlet Witch and Vision. Don't feel like that and don't feel intimidated because I think that they're doing this on purpose to just slowly get us back into it. It's it's funny. You see the different how they interact with each other. You see that some of the, their powers. It's it feels lighter at least in the beginning. I thought so, Jace. Did you? Uh yeah, don't, but it's I, not intimidating. I, I had to stop. We're talking WandaVision, the debut episodes 1 and 2 on Disney Plus. I had to stop the first episode because I was getting irritated at not knowing what what was I watching. Oh, <laughs> and I see. then, but no, I, I had that. no, but I had to. Well, I, I I stopped it in order to Google a review or two to help me out. And both sure. reviews I happened oh. to land on both said part of the joy of this show is the fact that nobody knows what's going on. You don't know why this Marvel show about superheroes is mimicking the Dick Van Dyke show. And then when the oddities started 
happening, I was like, ooh, this is intriguing. And then this is what we did that I would recommend everybody do upon completion of the second episode. I, Colin and I went back and we watched Trailer 2 from WandaVision. Just search for WandaVision Trailer 2. You'll, it'll, YouTube will pop it right up. And wow, watching the season-long preview... Because and I'm not giving anything away because hello, it's it's in the preview. The, <laughs> the next episode, for whatever reason, they are now in a sitcom in the seventies and then the eighties and then the nineties, and they start to they are realizing that something is wrong. Like, why are they in a sitcom? They are kind of doing the same thing the audience is doing. And then you, and then there are flashes of them in their normal-looking Avengers gear and atmosphere, and I'm like, wow, this is leading to something rather intriguing. So the originality of it, uh, Colin and I were both like, yep, we're on board now. We are no longer irritated. This is intriguing. It is a weird puzzle that I'm really looking forward to piecing together. I. Uh, in a in a in a in a entertainment sea that is yeah. so repetitive right now and full of reboots and stolen ideas and reused ideas this is wholly oh, original this is wholly original and very daring very daring and you really don't see these chances being taken especially on network tv anymore so there we go yeah yeah i loved yeah. it I can't wait well, now to I'm, see the journey I'm we're going to go on. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm that intri- have to watch this. Kenny, intrigued is a good word. And Dawn, you and I, I think, are exactly the same on the short-term memory thing. Um, uh, you know, I'll see something and it's like, who was that? Um, I have a feeling because of the originality, you more than any of us, I think, would really like this. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. do. I have faith in the force, young Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I didn't uh, search for anything afterward. I'm I, I don't I'm not going to. I like no, this I'm unknown. Done. Oh, yep, 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 yep. I call it don't do the Dexter. Colin searched um Colin Googled when he was finally watching Dexter. He Googled um about oh, the no. show and yeah. found nope. out he found out what happened at the end of season four. And um, I was so, so mad at yeah, him. I was so. Oh, yeah, you can't Google anything. <laughs> nope. nope. That's why I don't even want to look at the critics. We're on the same page, Colin and I. I, yeah. I do that all the time. Do you get all mad at yourself, though, when you go, no, oh, shoot. No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. No. Well, and anyone that knows Dexter, and everyone is smiling right now, right, Lex? Um, you that season in particular. Uh, that season. <laughs> uh, season four of Dexter and season five of The Good Wife. I don't care what anybody says. Two of the best modern day seasons of television, period. Period. Season five of The Good Wife, season four of Dexter. And season Uh, one of Revenge. Oh. Hmm. Well, this segment is over. Hold on a minute, guys. Just give me just a second here. I'm, uh, here we go. This is your punishment for everything. The 720. <laughs> this is the radio equivalent of spraying the cat with a water bottle. 
Down, Alexis, down! Seven, seven, 7.28. Why Jill Zarin doesn't need the Real Housewives anymore. Uh, Dawn has that story. And Kelly Clarkson has receipts. The stars that were mean to her during her American Idol years. Uh, back-to-back Dawn McLean exclusives when we return. Oh, Jill Zarin. She doesn't need those real housewives anymore. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. We go way back with Jill Zarin. She's an OG from the Real Housewives of New York, if you don't know. That's why I keep referencing that. We've had her on the show several times, dating all the way back to the beginning of our show in uh, 2009-ish, 2008, 2009. But Dawn... She does not need those housewives anymore, does she? No. uh, She's created an empire of face masks during the (laughs) pandemic. Yep. She got in early on this and designed some really cute face masks. Uh, You can find them actually just, you can actually find them on her website, jillzarin.com. And, you know, they're nothing that is going to make you go, wow, I've never seen that before. Okay. But uh, people apparently like them. They sell for about, uh, depending on which kind they sell for about 20 bucks a piece and so a little bit more pricey but uh, her and her daughter developed these face coverings and now they're in 4000 stores including home goods <gasps> oh really mm-hmm. yes and uh, they're going to be available soon on this trendy website called something navy uh, a bunch of other retailers like lester's big drop home goods being a huge one there and they're being worn by Celebrities like Chris Jenner, Andy Cohen, um, a lot of TikTok stars are wearing her masks. Colin Matheson. Wow. Oh, yeah, you always have a bunch. Do you, you love them, right, Jace? Um, we talk I, 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 I swear I'm not just tooting the horn because Dawn is in the band. Um, but uh, <laughs> sh- uh, they're good masks, everybody. Um, yeah. Colin. This weekend, the mask that Colin wore the entire time was a Jill Zarin. They are comfortable. Um, I brought one to Disney last time. They are breathable, which makes sense because Jill is mainly in Florida now. So I think she designed them for humidity, for hot weather. Um, they're adjustable. I mean, and let's be clear. She has a variety of styles and sizes and, you know, fabrics and stuff, but. I, I, they're good guys. They really are. And well, this is such a natural thing for them because remember on Real Housewives, I was always so intrigued that they had a fabric business. Yes, um, mm. that you know her husband really ran. Um, oh, that's right. Passed away. Zarin Fabrics. Zarin Fabrics. <laughs> yeah, since they were already in the fabric business. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. So I have to. De- uh, we have to have her back on because I had her on during quarantine. I had her on the talk show. Yeah. Um. And now I I'm gonna DM her so I can get her. Um. I should get her on the. T- let me have her come on the radio show here. Let me send her a little message because she's. I, I look and I didn't look. I didn't uh, dismiss it. Obviously, I wanted to book her uh, because I thought she was onto something. Because like Dawn said in the story, she get she got in on this early she when when we were all when retailers were struggling to try to keep masks in stock she jumped on this her and Allie <laughs> her daughter Allie Bethany always said her name Allie um 
they were tie dyeing in their backyard. Um, I mean, they were doing all the production by themselves for a while. Yeah. I don't know if they're still doing that. Um, probably not in four thousand stores. No, God, don't, I didn't know that. That's I didn't realize wild. that she had grown mm-hmm. that much. Oh my it's goodness! A, it's an empire. Wow! wow. That's amazing. She has cl- she has clocks too, Jill Zarin clocks. Jill Zarin. I think they're going to add um, oh, clothing as well to this. Oh, really? So they're just going to build upon this success. It looks like in this article it says that. Okay, I sent her a message. Jill, call in. Love you. Um, okay, speaking of celebs that we love, Kelly Clarkson's. I think on that list. I think it's fair to say for all of us. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, but not everybody was nice to Kelly back in the day, right, Don? That's right. Pretty much everybody. Really? <laughs> Celebrities. So in 2002, when American Idol started, uh, Kelly Clarkson, this all started because she had Jennifer Love Hewitt on her show. And she was saying, listen, you don't remember this because it's almost been 20 years, but you were the only person that was nice to me. She was at like either an MTV award show or VMAs or something. She doesn't quite remember what it was, but she was invited with the other two. Uh, I guess it would have been Nikki McKibben, who has now passed since passed away, and Justin yeah. Guarini. So it was the final three on American Idol, very first season. They get invited to these award shows. And she said that people were so rude to her on the red carpet at the show. It was really bad. Like celebrities were really dismissing them and so probably sort of jealous, I think, from what it sounds like. These these music artists who are like, who are you? You're coming from a talent competition. You don't deserve to be here. And they were like outwardly like, ugh, dismissing them. And Jennifer Love Hewitt ran up to her and she goes, oh, my gosh, I'm really rooting for you. And then she pulled her aside. And she said, I have some advice for you. Basically, she said, your life is going to change forever. Like, you're going to blow up. This is going to be huge for you. So you're going to be an instant celebrity. Please keep the ones you love so close. And it'll end up being about a few people in your life, unfortunately, because this business can be really hard. Just remember to keep those people who really love you close. Mm. And um, it was a real, she said it was a really kind uh, thing for her to do because they were feeling out of place and um, she also Touched. smiled and said it smiled at her and said thank you so much it meant the world to me you were so nice to me so oh. it's just <laughs> in a sea of people who were kind of being trolls in person <laughs> yeah, and Jennifer Love Hewitt was the one who was so nice yeah that's not super surprising yeah. she seems like a sweetheart well I I had heard back in the day in the early days of American Idol that there was a severe backlash. That's why they couldn't book a lot of people on that show. They couldn't get the rights to mm-hmm. a lot of people's music because the music industry, the, the main rub, the main hiccup in the giddy-up was all of these artists thought that these kids were, were taking um, a 694 route uh, yes. Around hard work, yes. they were yeah. bitter. They like, thought, "You don't Wait a deserve minute. this. We worked hard for this, and you don't right. deserve instant yes. fame right. because yes. right. I had to go through hell to get here." Yes, right. and, and uh, I was one of those people. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. And one of my other lines was, um, uh, you, "You know, you take a very—I guess the word would be eclectic artist, like say Tom Waits 
or Ruth Brown or or, or anybody that's you know that's out of the mainstream, and and the throwaway line I would use is they'd never make it on American Idol. You know they're not good looking. They sing. They have weird voices. Their songs are are different. You know, and, and I was one of those people. How come this person didn't go out on the road and, and live in the back of an Econoline van that broke <laughs> down every two days, and you know, live on a per diem of ten dollars a day and sleep on floors and blah 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 blah. You know, so yeah, I was definitely in that camp. Yep. Well, you were you were like a lot of uh, a lot of but, the main stars. Everything changed. Yeah, I mean, the entire with the advent of getting your music online and just buying a song as opposed to an LP, and, and now money isn't really made in touring I- any more at all, is it? No. Well, yeah. Well, no, right touring now, is touring actually touring is the way they touring make money. Is, no, I'm yes. sorry. I'm sorry. With uh, I'm sorry. Album with, uh, sales. L- yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. CD album sales, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well, and and then they also realized then the then American Idol started getting some fans because people were realizing, you know, not everyone has to take the same route. Not everyone has to work the clubs. And these kids, in some ways, uh, you know, they are working not in some ways that schedule and what they're expected to do and the versatility they're expected to have like instantly. It is a grind. So yeah, they don't come up the same way, but it is just a. And they are taking a different route, and it doesn't mean their route is less legitimate than working three or four years in clubs. And and that right. started talent is talent. Talent yeah. is talent. Yeah. yeah. Seven uh, seven forty three. When we come back, dear dear friends, I watched a Night Stalker on Netflix. We'll talk about that next. Oh. And now a safety tip from Veronica Poo Nash. When you're vacationing. You know, you're going to the beach, do that. Go to the beach. Don't go to the ocean, okay? The ocean is the shark's house. This has been a safety tip from Veronica Poonash. So true. Very, very, very true as you start to plan your spring break trips. That's right. <laughs> the ocean is the shark's house. Yes. <laughs> it's so fun. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. in the ocean, mm-hmm. surf, body. Nope. Body surf, body. Three words. Body Black board. tip. Sharks. That's all I'm going to say. Black True. Yeah. tip sharks. Goodness. Yep, I know you have, and we question your judgment after that. Uh, Jason, <laughs> Jason and Alexis in the morning. Netflix does a lot of things well. I think one of the things they do best are their documentaries. Uh, I think they rival HBO uh, in their in their documentaries. And one of them, uh, I, I happened to stumble on yesterday. I thought maybe we would watch just one, but it's like uh, Fritos and um, and vodka sodas. There is no such thing as just one. This is Night Stalker, the hunt for a serial killer on Netflix. Um, it is a docu-series. I can't remember how many episodes. I think there's six or I don't know. Um, they're not overly long, but it tells the story of Richard Ramirez, who terrified and uh, hunted California residents uh, in 1985. Here's a little bit of the haunting trailer, and we'll discuss on the other side. Take a listen to this. streets and the pavements are burning, I in the 1980s, we were proud of the city. L.A. was glamorous. But if you went around to the other side, L.A. could be a very dark place. I was on the freeway, and here comes somebody speeding, and all of a sudden he just swerves around my car. It's like he's right there, like a moment stop. 
and he has this horrible big grin and he's missing all these teeth he just stared at me like a killer clown you got us a serial killer there was no doubt about it this was a pretty sick individual the so-called night stalker who has terrorized california the same man is suspected in six to eight murders and 25 to 30 attacks he's someone that will go into a home at night and will kill woke up to a very loud noise to which I responded John and immediately I knew it wasn't John and it wasn't John um Night Stalker on Netflix uh that feels like a lot right now geez sure does just the song alone <laughs> oh. oh lex that was the greatest reaction that was mm. that was fantastic oh jace that that seems like a lot right now are we quoting steve karnacki um that was a lot to take in just now <laughs> that was a lot to take in oh. yeah oh, you know, lex you're right um yeah, I will back up that point. It is a lot. If you, I literally just said with RuPaul's Drag Race, putting a bow on that one. If you're looking for escapism, that's good. I don't know why. I don't know if Colin and I were feeling, uh, <laughs> but we started watching this. Admittedly, I love these crime, these true crime shows. Um, it was a lot, but wow, was it fascinating. The the real um, I hate to say this the real stars of this documentary are the two lead investigators. One had previously investigated the Hillside Strangler, and then he was put on this case. And the thing that the thing that terrified me uh, there was just a notion that terrified me. And I was a kid, Don and you, and I don't know if you remember Kenny. I don't know if you remember news coverage about the Night Stalker. I was aware of it because my uncle and my aunt Kathy lived in Cucamonga, California, um, a suburb of L.A. Uh. So I was aware of it as a child. I was, you know, 11 and 85. Anyway, what terrified me watching this and it kept coming back to this was the fact that unlike other serial killers who usually followed very specific paths, whether it was the demographics of their victims, um, the the calling cards that they would leave, um, areas. The thing that made the Night Stalker so incredibly terrifying was there was no rhyme or reason. Um, young, old, kids, different types of neighborhoods, different time types times at night. Um, usually with a gun, but all different types of heinous acts. And the the lack of rhyme or reason made it very, very difficult um, to track him down. And, wow. I, 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 yeah, and that I don't know was... anything about this guy. He had no teeth? No, he had, um, like, as I always refer to it um, when I think of my friend Maddie, um, Jaws teeth. Um, he had, like, just rickety rackety <laughs> he and missing teeth and it would they were gross and there is a se- tooth. yes there is a sequence lex toward the last episode where he goes into an la uh based public library and the librarian said he looked up the librarian looked up and he goes here before me stood this gaunt greasy haired 
guy wearing a Jack Daniels t-shirt that reeked. He had just a like an unbelievable stench of body odor. And he looked up at the librarian and he said it was the the blackest eyes he's ever seen, like dead eyes. And the guy asked for a book on torture and horoscopes. Where could he find uh, books on torture and horoscopes? And then the very next day, the press had the press. Are you talking about a combo book? Because like, <laughs> I dated a Pisces and that was kind of torture. Right. <laughs> a, a coffee like, table a book. Yes, uh, two a maze for teenagers. Pop ups. A pop up book. Yeah, yeah pop up I mean, book. <laughs> and our librarians, uh, informed uh, public informers, or you know, having to call the police. Yeah. Like this guy's looking for some weird stuff here. Yeah. Well, oh. and then well, he had no time because the very next day the press had gotten a photo of him the police had finally identified him and that librarian was like holy torture and horoscopes this this is the guy anyway the night uh, night stalker on netflix too much for alexis perhaps but uh, if you like true crime it's very well done can't recommend it enough when we come back a gentler docu-series tiger well not really gentler but you know (laughs) 